Hi. Hi. Mm. Cool. Hi. Hi. My name is Alistair. Hi, my name's Kat. This is Ali Cat, and we're bringing you Bampot Productions podcast. Yes. Right, so what did you want to talk about today? I thought we could talk about China. Okay. What's the up to date in the protests? I, I haven't really read that much about it. I was hoping. Oh my gosh. I just dropped a, a charger. So, I. I haven't read that much about it. Um, I read that they that there were a lot of police out on the streets. Yes. Are they beating people up? No, Are I think... Are they clamping down? No, I don't think so. I think Strange. Weird. I don't understand why an autocratic regime wouldn't be clamping down. Well, I think the, the presence of the police was enough to make people know not to come out that night. So you mean there's no protests now? I think there probably are small, but yeah, I think they they kind of just put a ton of police out on the streets and people were like, oh, that's probably quite serious. Maybe just stay in tonight. Actually. So they've burned out then? I think they've gone from being like, we won't give up, we'll fight for change to, oh, well, let's stay in and have noodles. <laughs> what do Chinese that's people That's a bit stereotypical. Oh, but they They'll probably eat, be eating rice and dumplings. But they do eat a lot of, you're a dumpling. Sorry. In the best possible way. In the best possible way, yeah. I mean, I'm not that surprised that there's been more police presence and slightly more of a clampdown now. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised this not happened sooner. Mm. I, I, I don't really know why a regime, like what they have there, isn't harsher with them. Like, I just, I just don't know why it's taken, because this has been going on for a while, has it not? Yeah, a week or two, a um, few days at its kind of peak there. See, the thing is, that when it comes to social media, often things seem bigger than what they are because they're magnified. Yeah. So I don't know if it's because the media, the mainstream media, um, and social media have magnified it that it seems much bigger than what it is because when they say oh you know a couple of thousand this is in the context of china with a population of more than a billion sure bear in mind that more than half of them are really old people yep in fact i think china has a lot of old people i mean i know they have a lot of the population in general but they do have a disproportionately high amount of old people that, that surprises me. Um, well, does it? Yeah. Why? Well, I, I just assumed that they had a kind of, like, you know, they don't have the best medical treatment there. You know, older people will have largely been coming from maybe quite quite rural. I think, like, industrial that, life is quite hard there. I would have... But maybe it's also diet and lifestyle. Yeah, that could be. But then they do have issues like with, like, healthier. pollution and stuff as well throughout the country. Like, people are just inhaling a ton of smog all the time. I, uh, I, I would have assumed that proportionally their population probably would have been younger than, say, most Western countries. No, I think they have a disproportionately high amount of old people. I've really? Thought. Not unless, well, some, no, I, I don't think I'm wrong with that. Like, well, I do actually think, I mean, I don't know the percentage of old people 
compared to the population. But, um... No, 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 I think they do have a lot more people. But the reason why I was talking about that was because what you tend to find is that people that are older tend to be more moderate and they don't really want mm. change as much. So this would have been probably protests that were led by those that were younger. Right. So that was my point. Um, is there any stats on old people that you're looking at? Yeah, they have about the same median age as the United States. Um, Wait, so there's not a disproportionate... There's an, not an older, yeah, their percentage of the population under 20. Can I order it by that? See where they are? Oh man, this, uh, this graph here. So, what does the graph say? The average age there is 77. That's quite old. 23.3 under the age of 20 so actually the United States there's more people younger than that so slightly older than yeah United States but what percentage of the population is like deemed as old old I'm not quite sure but I think you can take maybe the the median age for for that um we've got Quite a few countries have an older population. So France has an older population. Belgium, Canada, Denmark, Cuba, Malta. I know Japan does Romania. as well. Japan has the oldest. They've here. like got a, like they have a lot of people that are actually yeah. hundred. Do you know the the average the oldest median age population after Japan? So Japan's the first in yeah. the world. Forty point oh, six wait, is the median think. age. Uh, the oldest population. It's a European after... country. Like the next two are European countries. If you get Switzerland, them, nope, no Switzerland's actually quite. Where is that? It's a Europe. Wait, Western. Ah, is it a Nordic country? Well, just guess. Just guess it. I don't know Norway. No. Wait, is it like Central Europe? Germany. Germany. Yeah, and then Italy. Man. And do you know the Italy? The, yeah, and then do you know the fourth uh, oldest age in median median age? country fourth well it couldn't be the uk no it's not in europe no it's not in europe yeah interesting Wait, actually. is it asia considering um yes it is asia oh uh, wait 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 um is it singapore no but that's a really it, good is it guess. malaysia it's not malaysia is it vietnam it's not vietnam myanmar it's not myanmar um laos it's not laos no it's north korea I'm joking, of course. It's Hong Kong. Oh, right. Hong Kong. Okay, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. The average age in Hong Kong is about 10 years older than China. Considering that they're the... So, the average age in China of being old is 77. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite old if you're 10 years older than in 77. Fact, Singapore has an average age younger than China by a few years. I suppose they have less people, though. I guess, but it should just... It should be like a... Like as a percentage, it doesn't I shouldn't would, matter. But then Singapore probably doesn't have a lot of old people, probably because it's a people where people go there and work. So if and you go there and leave. work, you would be younger. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, quite a lot of. Because I, I think guess Hong Kong might be the same. That, yeah, because yeah. like Hong Kong also is a place where people tend to go and earn money, yeah. but they may not necessarily then reside there long term. Yeah. Um. I wouldn't say China is a particularly old society. They're probably middling, you know, the slightly older society than Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, 
Turkey, Vietnam, but not as old. Those are other, like most European countries seem quite a bit older. South Korea has a much older population. Portugal. I think South Latvia. Koreans are quite healthy though, are they not? They are, yeah. But no, I wouldn't say, looking at this, I wouldn't say China does have a particularly old. Hmm. I'd say it even skews slightly younger, you know, for a developing country That's anyway. That's interesting. Um, so just going back to the protest, see, the reason why I raised the age... Is that they would I be was, less likely yeah, to... Yeah, so they're burning out. Yeah. So is that what it is? Okay. So... Um, it's kind of like I said yesterday though a lot of the time protesting helps to burn off a bit of steam and it's normally enough at, just at that like, it do you think Xi knew this? I think in all his wisdom of being the strong man of China do things that like I said last night that Xi, that Xi knew this that it would burn out I don't think Xi probably had like I don't think he was micromanaging the the response to the protest but I do think that most police departments in the world under like they have experts that understand kind of group dynamics riot dynamics protest dynamics and it's probably fairly well understood like you know the best ways to deal with them at certain point like the response that police put up against protesters are very uniform throughout the world like Police look almost identical when they're dealing with protests and riots in almost every country in the world. Like, they always look kind of you know dehumanized. They always have the kind of the riot shields and the face covering masks. They're always designed to look kind of formidable, powerful, and they look almost identical. Whether it's an authoritarian regime, a democracy, anywhere, um, I think dealing with protests is fairly well understood. Not to say that it was guaranteed they would have like put a lid on this, but. I suspect the police departments probably knew what they were doing and, and you know. So I guess all these gave them enough time to a radical change is gone then. Yeah, the other thing is, you know, I think protests like this can probably be a good way to arrest kind of leadership within these movements that is against, say, the party or the or the state. Um there'll be a hell of a lot of people, um, I think, arrested from this and um just ideas taken out of that and you know in a society like china where like your kind of position is determined largely by your membership of the the ruling um communist party um i think a lot of these people that are known to have taken part in this are now sort of outside <laughs> that's them they're done yeah i guess it's china is a country yeah. that if you don't go with the system then the prices you pay are much harsher yeah. than say yeah, a in another country that is a democracy because the thing about when it comes to living within an autocratic system is that you need to toe the line or else you get your head cut off maybe not in the literal sense yeah but, but you're if out. you're in a democracy then you can maybe live outside that system or be yeah, a bit yeah. what you call unconventional and still accepted um although people probably would think you're you're a little bit strange for sure. Um, and there's a price to pay for that. Uh, but... Like, if you run an unsuccessful leadership bid in, say, UK politics, you can go and live right. a very good life in a lot of other domains, be very successful after it. Like Farage. Yeah, like Nigel I Farage. Mean, he cashed in a lot and he left like his David party. David Cameron, Tony Blair, they, they were actually leaders, but even people that kind of, um, you know, 
took firing shots at the leadership and then had to leave. Like they normally go into editor posts and newspapers and things and do like talking George Osborne. tours. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he running like Facebook for a while or was that another guy? No, that was Nick Clegg went to Facebook. So didn't He's Osborne there, do something? Osborne was the... So what did Osborne Was that do? the London Evening Times he was the editor Was of, it? I think so. So it was a UK paper, although he has no experience in that. I think he may have done beforehand. I, think I he, don't I think don't know, he though. ever went. Was a media? Okay, cool. Because he was the chancellor, so I don't... I think he just used it as a chance. I, I think it was a platform for him. Like, I don't yeah, think he had experience yeah. prior, and I think probably it's a position where... He would delegate yeah. a lot of that to other people, um. But I know what you mean. Like he just kind of went into that, um. But you I can don't live think... a good life after after. Whereas, as you say, in an autocratic system, if you speak up against like the leadership, then you're you're out. You're well, done. What's happened to who? Oh, I haven't heard about since him he recently. was led away because he didn't hand across. The folder, yeah. no one's seen hide nor hair of who, and I, and I only hope that he's still kicking about. I'm Google that and see what. But I, I don't think he, he was dragged out the back and shot. Appearance but shortly after, and they did say that an appearance a, where in the Congress. I can't remember. Um, what's his full name? Was it Hu Jintao? Why you? It's why you, isn't it? No, it's H U space J I N T A O. Hu Jintao. Jintao. Oh, yeah, there we go. So is he, like, still alive, or...? Um, God, most of the news articles here are from a month ago, so I don't know. One day... <laughs> a month he's not been yeah, seen? Yeah, from the... A month? I'm not saying he hasn't been seen, just... Uh... He's probably under house arrest now. He's probably cuffed. Probably him, yeah. <laughs> That'll be the end of him now because he didn't give across that folder. Oh, God. Well. What a system, man. What a country. But I think, um, I, I do think the protest, like, when there is um, kind of unrest bubbling under the surface, the fact that they've managed to put a, a clamp on it at the moment and, and disperse the protest, I don't think that means they'll, they'll, like, it's gone away completely. You never know when another event can spark it off and one of the funny things is you never know what event it's going to be. Like One of the big ones was the Arab Spring a few years ago where it was an Algerian, I believe, or Tunisian. They set himself um, on fire. Yeah, like fruit seller set himself on fire and it just sparked yeah, mass, a mass movement. Um, it's a horrible way to go. Yeah, but it, it just kind of set it off. That was it. Um, you never know if there's another kind of, you know, building burns down or, you know, I just... It doesn't even need to be related to the COVID measures in China, but just some terrible event that kind of galvanizes, gets people out again. Um, well, there's the clearly UK unrest not... here, and I think there is a there seems to be a genuine demand for, quote unquote, kind of freedom of expression in China. Yeah, I mean that's where the media are saying that the protests are based on that, and probably the COVID measures. Yeah, added on top. The very that is already quite a restricted yep. society from what I've read and from what I've heard, probably it's all kind of maybe creating a bit of a perfect storm scenario. Yeah. Anti COVID measures were causing quite big protests in the West as well. Up and like and that's over for us now. No, Why is China so lagging behind in this? Not now, but I mean back then, like they were hard things for people to stomach, and um, it's 
you know, the last Christmas there was quite a few protests around Europe and America against. Well, I know in Austria lockdown. there was quite a lot yeah. because were they not putting people that weren't vaccinated into basically like concentration camps? I wouldn't say it was concentration camps. Yeah, that's probably not the best term to use for that country. But I think they were being isolated in containers or kind of like camps. But there were isolation zones in different areas, and I think in in Austria they were planning on um fining people for but people were losing their jobs for not being vaccinated as well it was uh although that fell out of the news so i don't know did, really how yeah. it panned out yeah. like perhaps people just aren't getting that sick now in austria like, i don't know i think as well though ch- omicron changed it quite a bit it was a less severe kind of kind of mm. form but i think um yeah I, I, I can see why like these restrictions that haven't eased are causing issues for people in in china um I don't know. Yeah, maybe Maybe this uh, doesn't go away. Maybe this is a bigger... And also, I think when... Like, people in China are more connected than ever before. They do have more access to the wider internet, even with, you know, their kind of local restrictions and whatnot. Mm-hmm. More people are travelling around the world to study and they're seeing other cultures and learning more. Um, they're bringing back those ideas of what it means to live in different, you know, societies. And I think that the idea of kind of wanting more freedom is a kind of human thing that people will ask for and demand. I, I don't think there's been a authoritarian or totalitarian regime that's really been able to survive the kind of influx of like more external information. Like it's, it seems to be a constant fight to keep those ideas out and control the narrative. But then if you cut down that technology Mm-hmm. then the people, like, you, you kind of lose a lot of the, the economic advantages of being hyper-connected and being able to share information readily. Well, I mean, also a practical point, how easy is it to censor a country the size of China? I don't think it is practical at all, especially when you want them to especially be connected the with yeah. the rest of the world. So, I think this could, although there are ways, going. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I, I don't know how it yeah. works. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, this this might end up a bit of what you call an undercurrent. Um, stop it. Sorry. Yes. Halt and desist, please. Thank you. I was very tactful with how I showed you and you were like... Do you want to explain what? Al- Ali is indicating the timing, uh-huh. which I indicated earlier through a very subtle tactful way yeah but I, you're flailing around and like i flailed around yes. and you just called me out on yes, it yes and i called you out on it which is i have the right to do that as a lady i'm no lady sir <laughs> That's right. i'm a woman <laughs> there's a difference i'm no lady i'm a i'm a woman there's a difference um okay actually just kind of briefly going on from the topics of protest, another good topic to talk about tomorrow, which I'm just going to give the audience a little taster, is Rishi Sunak has been quoted as saying, the golden era between China that. and the UK is finito. So it looks stuff, like Sunak's grown a spine and is now, like many other leaders, taking a stand against China and their human rights abuses. Bear in mind, China's had human rights abuses for how long? And Sunak didn't say anything. So suddenly now... He's being kind of condemned as a worm in the UK media because that's what they do with all the um, heads of 
stayed in the UK and uh, now he's like, yes, I'm a big man and I'm saying that China's in the wrong and it's like, right, that's been the case for a while now. So that'll be interesting to elaborate upon that tomorrow. Mm. All right. Well, bye from Kat. Bye from Alistair. Bye from Bampot Productions Podcast. Check us out online at Bampot Pod. Check us out at Bampot Pod. Bye. Bye.